Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Ephrata Community Church Weekly Podcast, a conversation with our pastors and leaders meant to continue encouraging you to know God, know freedom, know purpose, and make a difference. Hey, Ephrata Community Church. It's great to be with you and wonderful to have Kevin here this Good week. To be with you. We, uh, we, we're wrapping up our God With Us series, and it sounds weird to even say wrapping up, doesn't it? Because... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, when you're responding back to God and giving Him the room or the floor, you're just you're not sure when He's going to wrap it up. Right. Um, but nevertheless, you know this was um, a very unique season for us in the life of the church. Rarely have we done our done our very best to just get our hands off of something. Right. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Yeah, uh, it is hard to say wrap it up because what we actually probably have done is released it. Yeah. It's good. You know, it's something that we carried. Um, and even the things that we've taught, you know, God's heart to be with us, um, our desire to be with him, like we didn't really teach anything new. Mm-hmm. It's been around the congregation for for years, really. But yet there was something uh, about this season that we were in mm-hmm. that was very, very special and really began all the way back in May or June mm-hmm. when it just seemed to kind of come together. Um, and just walking that vision through with, you know, not only us as an exec team of the congregation, our elder team, the whole staff team, then eventually releasing it to the congregation, mm-hmm. all cum- culminating really on this past weekend where kind of knew early on um, that we have to lead people in a response, yeah. even though you and I or elders responded in specific ways. This weekend of giving the congregation a framework to be able to respond to what they've heard without prescribing mm-hmm. it. That, that 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 was the trick wasn't it you're trying it not to prescribe mm-hmm. a response yet you're setting the stage for one right yep and we had to as you know the past four weeks we just needed to navigate even as we saw this time coming there were a, a couple weeks that were on the preaching schedule on the weekend schedule we thought this will be the time when we do that but even in that there were several caveats like we're not sure where this will go or mm-hmm. how we'll do this and so we had a firm plan in wet cement of what that would of what that would look like. Yeah, I always say this like I love that in the scripture where it says, "And Jesus pointed his face toward Jerusalem." Mm. That's like a firm plan in wet cement because yeah. everything it then took like to get to that spot. Yep. Was, uh, but we we had we ha- we have set our face towards something, and I think the best way to describe even that is it's that the Lord has spoken that He desires to put His name on us and to be to be present, that's what we're saying yes to, right? Well, yep. we're after yep. that, and what the Lord does when he puts his name on something or decides to manifest presence in unique ways, that's his That's His thing, right? It's up to him. And I, you know, even as I look at what, so what that does is it leaves you as a steward of a community looking at it going, so Lord, what did you do? Like this weekend, I was able to be there for all three services mm-hmm. as you were, mm-hmm. and there was just, there was just a clear, beautiful thing that happened during the service where we felt collectively we were saying, Lord, meet us in our belief and our unbelief. Yep. We, we, yes to you, right? Lead us into what you're doing. And then secondly, all the services ended this weekend with individuals, as individuals yep. sitting in the presence yep. of God. They, yep. This kind of saturation element began to be in the room. And you saw people simply individually setting in the presence of God. For a long time. For a long time. For a long time. Right. 15, 30, sometimes even 45 oh, minutes if, after this. The time would permit, it could have went on and on, yeah. right? Yeah. And I would say this, that I know enough about 
witnessing these things to know that again we're back to a peace came on people you yeah. know there is yeah and it gets back to that thing that we saw in exodus 33 where he says uh i'll put my name on you and give you peace mm -hmm. right give you rest there was yeah. something about it yeah there is a, a very much something about the fact that god's presence brings peace mm -hmm. and rest for mm -hmm. folks and i think that was actually a key aspect of the past number of weeks yeah. and i think it has to do i mean to some degree, when I say that, I think, like, what do I know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> trying to figure out what God's doing. So I'm very careful about that. But there was something in which God was saying, just rest in my presence. Mm -hmm. And so as we even sense the activity of the Lord personally, we can be so quick to um, commit to something. Right. Like, I'm going to get up earlier, I'm going to pray more, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to read my Bible this week, you know. And, and uh, the one service, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, as I was asking people to just spend time with the Lord, I even told them, don't commit to anything. That's right. Which I know sounds like, why would anybody ever say that? But it was just simply what God wanted from us was just simply rest in Him. Mm -hmm. And I know personally, both personally and even when it comes to the congregation, I've needed to be careful in this season to not respond out of what would have been an old paradigm That's of right. we got to just do something. Oh, it man, was we heard it all like, should we bring the... Prayer and fasting season forward. Should mm -hmm. we just do all-out worship one week? Like we we try, we were reaching, and rightly so. Like yeah. like we know this when Jesus was transfigured on the mount, man. They wanted to build a tabernacle. Let us build yeah, right. an altar here for you. And the Lord's like, "This just is my relax. son. Listen to him, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, don't do anything. Yeah. Just listen." Mm -hmm. um, and I think that was what we were experiencing. Man. Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to detach it. Actually, this is where you get a little nervous. I don't want to link it to another movement we recently heard about, the one in Asbury. Mm -hmm. But yet, you can't help but see there's some common characteristics for anyone that I knew that was a part of the Asbury yeah. revival that took place or whatever term, outpouring, moment, movement. Um, anyone who was there and part of it, and what I read about it written afterwards was, this was one of the prevailing characteristics as well. This, exactly. This piece. People went there and they realized that as they were arriving there, a, a peace set on them. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I, I think there's something to that. Yep. Um, and you said this well, isn't it interesting that the Lord would do that to bring national attention at a holiness seminary? Exactly right. right. Of all the streams to launch it through, <clears throat> it seems the Lord historically in revival, the holiness stream of the church has played a significant yep. role yep. in it, right? And I yeah. know for us, we therefore sat in the book, The All of God mm -hmm. by John Bevere, because that deeply rooted in that stream. Mm -hmm. And I think it played into even what we experienced. And by the way, many of you don't know this, but in a couple months leading up to it, as we begin to wrestle with this, we, we've been in that book, The All of God. Yeah. Anyway, I'll yep. pause there. Yeah, that, uh, that, it's not random that God chose to reveal something through the Asbury Seminary and that stream of the body of Christ. And I, I was thinking about mentioning as well, I think this is possibly the first time that we've mentioned the book called The All of God by yeah. John Bevere. Yeah. And so that would, book would have come um, out uh, shortly about the same time that this vision was beginning to form and so forth, and we made a connection. A couple of us read it. Um, anyhow, we ended up you know, getting copies of that for our entire staff Every team to, yeah. to go through it together. I've talked to a number of people that have gone back to it you know, three or four times just to kind of sit in that as well. Mm -hmm. And I also know that while we've not actually mentioned that publicly or in our weekend services, a number of folks in our congregation have been sitting in the same yeah. um, material. Material, right? yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, I mm -hmm. think it's part of it, right? I could even sense yesterday, yep. and just to remind you all, whether you're part of the service or not, 
There were four movements or four mm -hmm. responses we did to the Lord yesterday. First one was, you are who you say you are. Yep. Right? And this is really based in the All of God book. Like, the beginning of knowledge is the fear of the Lord, right? The fear of the Lord begins right thinking, right, mm -hmm. right, right paradigms, right processing. And so we began there. And then we also, I love that second point that we sat with. And we made sure that we didn't let the holiness stream and some of its peculiarities or overperformance kick yeah. in. We simply said this, it is God's presence that gives you clean hands and pure hearts, yes. not a religious activity of I've got to go do these things to get into God's presence. Yeah. I know that is something you wanted to make sure we were really, really oh, emphasizing. Yeah. It is, uh, <clears throat> and that's possibly because of the community in which we live. Mm -hmm. Now, some would say that we live in a very religious works community. Uh, which I agree with, but I don't think it's exclusive to this community. Yeah. I think it's exclusive to human nature. Yeah, you know, we think that we can find our way back in, and um, so that comes from the whole works part of it as well. That we think, okay, I'm experiencing the Lord, so I need to do something, and we just need to rest in His presence. Mm -hmm. And the Zacchaeus story is just a clear example. I'm coming to your house. And uh, you read that story and Zacchaeus says, if I've defrauded anybody, I'm paying back four times over. Um, and Jesus, I mean, as far as we know, he didn't mm -hmm. tell him to do that. They didn't talk about finances when they went to his house. He was simply in the presence of Jesus and his life was transformed. Yeah, that's good. You know, so I want to move on to our third movement. So again, the all of God, mm -hmm. putting God in his rightful place. Secondly, man, as we get into your presence, we're just lifted clean hands, yep. pure hearts, yep. best selves. Our third thing, and it could sound cliche, was that the Lord wants to be among his people. Yeah. And I, I, it can be cliche, but it's, it's so much more profound than to say, it's not just the Lord's desire to accomplish his mission. Yeah. It's not just the Lord's desire for his name to be known. It is that he wants to be among a people to accomplish these things. And yep. we went back to the Exodus passages to try to show and I think you and I even chatted privately, even when he's calling Moses at the bush, he uses the same phrase, and I will go with you. I will be with you as we go into Egypt. It's not even that I'm sending you in to be the deliverer. It's like, oh, let's do this together, friend. You know, and so there, we. I do believe we were given a glimpse, and part of me wants to, to glimpse even more at it. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, no, no, I'm not sending you on missions. I. I'm in this fellowship with oh, yeah. you and, and still trying to take that in, man. Yeah, it actually is so much, um, it's so overwhelming. And as we prayed before the service began, the pre-service prayer time was these truths are so significant mm -hmm. that you just need the Holy Spirit to reveal. Yeah. God consistently pursued people. And we can naturally think, well, Noah was better than most and Abraham was better than and It is just not yeah. true. That's right. It's based upon the nature and character of God. And there's so many things that we never even talked about. I mean, one of the oh, things I've, I've thought about through this season was when Noah, not Noah, uh, Jonah was so frustrated with the Lord, he did not want to go back to Nineveh. And so when the, the nation or the city of Nineveh repents, you know, Jonah's upset. He says, I knew you yeah. would do this. I knew that you would redeem those people. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like he's angry because of God's goodness and righteousness, but it shows you know, the heart of God to pursue people no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, no. I say with a matter of fact, I'm going to, spoiler alert, on my, I'm 
uh, it was a couple months ago, Kevin asked me to do this week's message before we knew how all this was going to play out. And the message is we're going to be moving into the series on fear not. Kevin mm-hmm. will say more about that in uh, towards the close of our per- time together today. But I was given the one fear not for your highly favored, you know. Uh, yep. And I've just been staring at this. And this is the point that I'm going to be jumping off of that the Lord longs to be with us in what his redemptive work on this planet. He's not just giving you an assignment to go mm-hmm. off and do. He's long. And yep. and every time I'm studying favor now in the scriptures, I'm realizing that it's not just favor to accomplish something. It's my presence is mixed with this favor, yep. right? It is, it yep. is a presence-based favor that then accomplishes. Yeah. Um, and uh, just, it, it, so I think we're still going to be sitting with this theme oh, it's, it for fits, the next little bit. It fits perfectly in the next week or yeah, so. Yeah, I, I trust it does. Now, our fourth movement, of course, was our response. And um, so, again, God's desire to be among us. How do you respond to that? First of all, of course, you bow down. You know, I, uh, I just have to admit that I had a season of tears about three months ago when we even began to define what he was going to be yeah. doing. He wanted to be in our midst. And I just remember being moved mm-hmm. like, that alone is enough. Like, yeah. fall down the fact that he wants to be in your presence, right? Um, uh, but it's then even more than that, like, oh, of course I bow down, but you're raising me up like the father says to the son who returns from the prodigal, like, bring robes, put back on them, put yeah. rings on. You don't know how to actually handle the reauthorization you're given by God. And that's another thing that we're going to be sitting in, I think, in the coming weeks and months is um, you're not just being awed by God. He awes you to bring you into a relationship and authorizes you to go back out. Um, And it's a deeply, you know, all the passages we were looking at, I'll start preaching here if I'm not careful. Like (laughs) like he's made us to be priests in a kingdom. And it's a constant theme of where these passages end. And we saw it even over the weekend. Yeah. And that's the uh, that's a response to say yes to not just your amazingness, your redemptive act, but your reauthorization. That's a lot to say yes to. <laughs> it's a lot, and and we would be wrong to uh, identify or define what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, we have a little bit of an idea as we've talked about uh, Habakkuk two fourteen. Mm-hmm. The knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. And so I do believe that there's a manifest presence of the Lord has has manifested in previous revivals where it is not just about a weekend service. Mm-hmm. It is that we become carriers of that. And mm-hmm. and it 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 um I want to use the word invade, but that's not quite the right word because it just manifests in places where it's least expected. Sure. And and people come to know Jesus. Sure. Um so beyond that, what it looks like or how that happens or you know, when that begins, I feel like we've done what the Lord has asked us That's to true. do. Um, and therefore, um, we wait for him. That's true. And just like the one Psalm, Psalm 27, I believe I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That's true. Oh, man. And then it simply says, wait and, uh, for the Lord. Yeah, I've been thinking too, <clears throat> man, what must a visitor think as you're journeying alongside <laughs> our community at this mm-hmm. moment? And, and then I was reminded that... Um, that's not ours to worry about yeah. at this moment, right? I I have two friends that are going through some difficulty. One's a relational challenge, the other is church hurt. And I I, I just decided this last week, I decided to just invite him and I say, hey, I don't know how to answer the depth of what you're facing. Yeah. But I will say this, there is a, I use the phrase, there is a heavy presence of the Lord that 
meets everyone where they're at, wherever they're mm -hmm. facing. There's another thing that I've noticed when I hear the stories of testimonies coming out of the last few weeks, they are varied from emotional healing, yeah. physical healing, rest and peace, right? Perspective being released, salvation. We had someone run to the first steps room two <laughs> yeah, weeks ago, literally right. physically yeah. run yeah. and ask um, Wes Segrist, to, I want to get saved. Yeah. You know, we're not sure what it's like when it's resting on someone. So, man, invite a friend. Mm -hmm. You don't have to over-explain it. Just say, there's a peculiar chance to sit in the, the transforming and healing presence of the Lord at this moment. Yep. And I am praying for this, uh, why wouldn't it, to be right up through Christmas, yep. right? That yep. uh, I, I, I am so believing that at our Christmas Eve services, the presence of the Lord will be reminding us of the beauty of God with us, yep. right? Um, and invite invite people simply exactly. to encounter. I don't even exactly. have words for him, Martha. Like, come and see. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and um, we've not had specific ministry time for the past three, four weeks. And uh, part of me feels a little bit bad about that because I know people carry, they come in carrying something. At the same time, uh, I do think that was what God was doing was bigger than that. Mm -hmm. And it's almost as though, and we're hearing some of these stories of this happening, offer yourself before the Lord. Gotcha and see what he does with the issue that you're facing. That's right. So we're gonna, we're not ignoring the issue, but we're saying that in this moment, God's asking for actually more of that, yep. more of you. And so offer yourself and we'll see what he actually does with the issue. And, and right. again, we've heard stories of folks surprised are you allowed by to what tell God the one? did. Are you allowed to tell the one that's are you so old? I would love to, but I, 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 uh, we, we don't have sure. permission yet. So. Man, just a, a miraculous <laughs> healing. Yeah. Someone who was part of the services was exiting and all of a sudden realized they were healed of something. Yep. I just could not imagine yeah. what just ended up in the Ended up on their face in the parking lot. Because <laughs> just seeing thank you to for something. And you're just that's like, great. that's the presence, right? <laughs> we can't sit and prescribe what it is, um, I mean, what it's going to do. But the, the words of the old hymn comes to mind. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look yeah. full in his wonderful face, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim. And we're not just talking about that they grow dim, they're actually cured, healed, yep. dealt with. Yep. That's what the presence Magnify does. The Lord it's not just perspective setting, it is transforming. Yep. There's a difference. Yep. And, uh, and so just, just so thankful to the Lord for what he's doing. Oh, my. And again, how can we end any of these moments without just saying, Lord, more Lord, yes. more. Yep. We bless what you're doing. Um, and we uh, we stay available. Yeah, exactly. Fear not. So Christmas is coming. Yeah. Whether we're prepared for it or not, and uh, so this year for Christmas, we've decided to take a look at the Christmas story, and uh, we began by looking at four specific times in the Christmas story in which someone says, "Fear not." That's right. And so, fear not, for you have found favor with the Lord. For for not to bring you good news or great joy. So we're actually focusing on those four statements in this Christmas season. That's right. And uh, Jim has the first one coming up this weekend. Fear not for you have found favor with the Lord, which fits right in. <laughs> oh, out of. Lord, let it be. But I would also mention a couple things. One is uh, Christmas Eve services. So remember th 1, 3, and 5 o'clock on that yeah. Sunday, uh, December 24th. Nothing on Saturday. Yeah. Nothing on Saturday. And I'd also want to mention this as well for... Um, uh, September, or September, December 17th, mm -hmm. which is our service of remembrance. I realize that um, every time you go through the Christmas season, man, people are just missing people. 
Yep. Seasons of loss. Yep. And you reflect. And over the course of the past four or five years, we've taken it upon ourselves to minister to that very specific need on that Sunday afternoon. So please be aware. Um, and it's just simply a matter of reflection. You know, I thought when we first do it, started doing a service of remembrance, it would be for recent loss. We've had folks that have come. I lost someone 10 years ago. And I just simply take a moment as we're entering the Christmas season to to remember and reflect on what I've lost. And it even enables them to even then celebrate. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost seems like if they celebrated without remembering, it would be insufficient. So keep that in mind as well. Come to that, um, invite people that you know that. Oh yeah, please someone. think of someone and trust me, the beautiful presence of the Lord in recent months, it, how it will minister mm-hmm. at that particular meeting. Yeah. I almost want to, even though I'm not particularly in a season of loss or closure around a loss in the past, I almost want to be there just to watch the Lord yeah. minister presence yeah. to those that yeah. are carrying something like that. Yeah, it's a very, very sweet time. Oh, it's wonderful. December 17th. That's right. Hope you can make it anyway. Uh, we appreciate you and know that uh, we are with you in this season and we're inviting you to uh, say yes to the Lord and all that's going on. Take care, friends. Have a good day. Hey, thanks again for joining us today. We hope that you've been encouraged by listening. You can listen to previous episodes, find additional resources, and of course, learn more about us at effortacommunitychurch.com.